Money FM 89.3, the best of prime time. In the spotlight on Money FM 89.3. Thanks for joining us on Primetime. I'm Bharati Jagdish. Now, Singapore dropped to second place in the Digital Agility Index this year, overtaken by Australia, which showed the greatest progress in digital transformation efforts. The index, put together by global tech leader Workday in association with IDC, assesses and ranks APEC organizations in terms of their digital agility since the COVID-19 pandemic. Across all nine APEC markets surveyed, progress in digital agility is actually uneven. So what's next? We're going to be talking with Damien Leach. He joins us now. He's Chief Tech Officer, Asia Pacific and Japan at Workday. Hi, Damien. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, first of all, thanks for having me, Barty. Love the show. Great. Uh, So here's the thing, Damien. Digital agility, yet another buzzword, buzz phrase for us to navigate, right? So tell me exactly how you define digital agility and how it was measured on the index. Yeah, uh, I'll certainly do that. So for those that don't know Workday, we were born in the cloud in 2005 and look after organizations' most critical data for people and finance. Uh, And Workday is helping organizations drive greater agility, uh, adapt and thrive in a changing world with its configurable frameworks, innovation and SaaS performance guarantees. So to answer the question, since 2020, um, Workday has been working with IDC and conducting research involving over 800 senior IT, HR and finance leaders across uh, across the Asia-Pacific region. And the leaders uh, of these organizations were assessed on four digital agility dimensions, organization and culture, people, process and technology and the scores were aggregated into the digital agility index report that's available for your listeners to download from the workday website and based on these scores organizations fell into one of four digital agility stages and are grouped as followers either slow or tactical or leaders integrated or agile Mm, okay, so it sounds like something that organizations really should look towards and to aspire to as well. But despite the opportunity to accelerate digital transformation and increase technology adoption during the pandemic, the survey actually found that four in 10 organizations here, about 37% or so, are still lagging behind when it comes to digital agility, the way it's been defined by you. They're in the slow and tactical stages, I understand. What's the reason? behind this? Technology adoption is often driven by functional and line of business requirements. And, and this has uh, sort of largely been necessitated by the immediate needs such as e-commerce, safety measures, remote work during the pandemic. And this adoption can only move as fast as the organization permits. So with such tactical, functional approach to digital transformation, it inadvertently limits the enterprise agility. So the study further revealed that more than half or 57% of IT respondents in Singapore are challenged strategically in choosing the right technology solutions that can help drive business growth and adaptability to market conditions. So in other words, some IT leaders couldn't adapt legacy premise-based rigid IT systems fast enough to compete. And enterprise-wide functional integration and collaboration between the offices of the CFO and CHRO and the CIO are a key enabler for success for businesses who are embarking on their digital transformation journey. Right. You've got to bring the business and the technology together, right? Absolutely, yes. 
So here's the thing. You mentioned several things, culture, organizational culture, people, processes. So being digitally agile has a lot to do with people, more so than it does with technology, doesn't it? With technology per se. So you mentioned a few challenges. People don't know what solutions to pick. They work in silos. What exactly do you think is needed to fix all of these problems within organizations in Singapore? Yeah, so it's it's a great question. And, you know, in a post-pandemic era, I think forward-thinking organizations really need to shift digital transformation priorities and accelerate at pace to narrow agility gaps in order to, uh, you know, address the disruptions that will inevitably occur. Uh, in order to really sort of place them to be able to capitalize on changes in market conditions uh, as they uh, continue to be volatile, uncertain, complex and ambiguous. And this really is where SaaS providers, you know, such as Workday can be a partner because they can scale, they can adapt to change and outperform legacy on-premise systems. So, you know, to fast track digital agility efforts, organizations need to really adopt uh, an integrated collaborative approach to change cloud and operations as a strategic imperative. And this, as you rightly said, requires the CFO, the CHRO, and the CIOs to collaborate and work across their functional digital transformation initiatives to integrate talent management as well as HR and finance processes. Uh, And a good example of this would be for the IT department would mean building digital resilience through accelerating cloud adoption, migrating from on-premise systems uh, and uh, onto platforms in the cloud. Uh, For the finance team, this would mean installing, you know, cost containment culture by incorporating digital tools that allows automating finances, uh, finance processes. And then lastly, for HR leaders, technologies such as workflow automation can be used to reinvent work processes, understand sentiment of, uh, of the employees, whilst people analytics can help them understand employee needs and skills to enhance employee experience and support talent management to ensure that they adopt to change fast. The thing is, Damien, I understand that the fear of failure is a major obstacle as well. And I can just imagine in HR departments all over the world or in any department in any organization all over the world where they'll say, oh, if I'm going to invest this much in the technology, will I know how to make it work? Oh, I might as well not invest at all. You know, it's it's a vicious circle as well, isn't it? So how do you think that can be addressed better in this part of the world, especially the fear of failure? Yeah, so it's uh, it's really important to understand the cultural nuances. Um, so I totally agree with you. And I think, you know, the, the war for talent is intensifying. So the role of the CHRO must evolve beyond managing human capital into cultivating, you know, an agile workforce that can keep up with the pace of change. And I think as, you know, hybrid uh, work environments become become default, you know, the CHRO must play a pivotal role in helping employees stay engaged to ensure that those, you know, decisions aren't tough uh, and also increase productivity through, you know, more strategic employee experiences um, that also work while they're um, mobile as well. Because, you know, let's face it, uh, you know, we all, um, you know, have had, um, you know, uh, flexible work during the pandemic and it's difficult to bring back people to the office now. So, you know, we must encourage a culture um, of change uh, and this means supporting, you know, supporting people's work-life balance. Yeah, I've always said, you know, before you can talk about upskilling and reskilling your workforce, you've got to upskill and reskill your HR departments, right? They take care of so many functions and of organizational culture as well, which is so key to digital agility. 
Let's learn from people who have done better than us, Damien. Australia leapfrogged to top place. What did they do that we haven't done yet in this part of the world? Yeah, that's, a, that's an interesting point. Um, yeah, the, we've seen the pandemic, um, you know, accelerate the use of technology adoption across the region. And whilst, you know, some uh, times tactical, the in-country regulations has sort of played a big part in organisations' ability to move fast, even when it's demanded, especially with the adoption of cloud. So whilst the, the, the ranking in the index gives an indication of where the different markets uh, in terms of digital agility fall, it's really important that we need to look beyond the ranking. And what matters is really the individual organizations that are putting uh, onus and effort into necessary, uh, necessary strategies and plans to drive digital agility and learning from, the pro- learning from the past. And also the agility is not solely the adoption of new technology. It's also about organizational change yep. and the operational preparedness of that roadmap that lies ahead. So, you know, to simply deploy a new technology without fixing the underlying operational issues is merely addressing one layer of the problem. Operational silos and organizations cause agility inertia. And that's what we saw in some of the study feedback. Mm. So in Australia, I'm guessing the climate was quite different. They had more collaboration. Yeah, ultimately, the adoption of cloud has been, um, you know, very far reaching and uh, they've had a very mature approach to, uh, you know, to cloud adoption. And, uh, you know, that's ultimately what uh, ensured that they were creating a, a faster approach to change. Anything else we can learn from them? Um, I, I think the, um, you know, there are some leading indicators uh, that we saw coming out in the research. So, you know, it's also about um, the, the type of leaders as well. And generally, um, having an integrated technology adoption approach that's guided by a strong enterprise strategy and a roadmap that delivers a unified data model across the enterprise is key. And this often means aligning the digital adoption and processes of different functions across organizations and eliminating silos. Um, right. for greater agility. You know, so for example, 60%, uh, 66% of leading organizations had enterprise-wide talent systems and policies compared to 14% of followers. And in addition, 51% of leading organizations also had integrated finance and HR systems with predictive analytics compared to 8% of followers in organizations. So what we can draw from that is ultimately, you know, the, the systems need to be connected in order to drive the relevant insight in order, order to act fast. And we're still seeing a lot of silo-based activity in certain regions uh, across Asia. Yeah, I think one thing is clear. Before you can even make the tech work for you, you've got to work on the people. Thanks very much, Damien, for that. Damien Leach, he is Chief Technology Officer, APJ at Workday. Thanks for joining us on Primetime. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.